Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I bet I can guess what you were just thinking about. Was it coronavirus? You wouldn't be alone. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Wu, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. This week we interrupt our regular programming on attachment styles to bring you a special episode of the Savvy Psychologist, because right now we are in a coronavirus crisis. So. You can't browse the internet, watch TV, or even have a conversation with friends or coworkers without hearing about it, about COVID-19. Coronavirus seems to be all we can think about and talk about, and public messages take all kinds of forms. It can go anywhere from informed logic to panicked alarm, stubborn denial, and even outright wacky speculation. At this point, the World Health Organization, the WHO, has officially designated the novel coronavirus as a pandemic. It can be hard to stay calm and carry on when your safety and that of your loved ones is potentially at risk and daily life is disrupted and uncertainty rules the day. The reality is we're all in the midst of this crisis and it's really hard to say when things will get better. That uncertainty may mean a lot of worries are suddenly competing for your attention. As you write out this disruption to your way of life, let's talk about a few tips for how to keep calm and cope. Tip number one, limit your news consumption about coronavirus to one or two trustworthy official sources. It seems the more you hear about COVID-19, the more conflicting information you uncover. The virtual landscape and social media are filled with unreliable information, sources, rumors, speculation, and even downright harmful, quote, advice. No, you cannot cure or prevent coronavirus by drinking bleach or snorting cocaine. So please don't do either of those things. Consuming content like this from bad sources can lead you down an unhelpful path. Even if you don't actually take the bad advice— Obsessively following the news and spending a lot of time dwelling on coronavirus is not helpful. In fact, that loop playing on repeat in your head can sink you into thinking traps that exaggerate or distort the risk. Your obsession with all things coronavirus could take you away from meaningful activities, and that keeps your mood mired in worry. So get your news from one or two official and reliable sources. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, is an excellent resource for coronavirus updates. Your local health official's website is another good place to stay updated about what's happening in your state and county. So utilize these resources and follow their guidelines, but stop there. Avoid spiraling down the rabbit hole of news pieces, social media, memes, and the like. If you're tempted, ask yourself whether reading your seventh alarmist article or checking infection stats for the fourth time today is actually helping you be safer or just feeding your panic more. Tip number two, if you're homebound, try to stay physically and mentally active. As the outbreak unfolds, many of us have been asked to work from home. 
Many public gatherings and events have been canceled to help flatten the pandemic curve and slow the spread of COVID-19. Schools have been canceled, concerts canceled, sporting events canceled. You may have opted to self-quarantine, too. The lifestyle shifts we're all making can keep us homebound, and cabin fever is very real. The monotony of staying at home can wear on anyone's mental well-being. So now is a good time to maintain exercise routines or even pick up a new one to do at home. Try to get outside to places that are not crowded. Of course, do follow social distancing guidelines and use common sense precautions. But if you have a backyard, it's a good time to focus on yard work and gardening. If you have a balcony, grab some binoculars and take up bird watching or start a small container herb garden. It's very important to get sunlight into your eyes. Indirectly, of course. Please don't directly look at the sun. That'll be bad. Ideally, you'll go outside. But if you can't, try to at least be near a bright window as much as possible and face the brightness with your eyes. Bright light prevents your circadian rhythm from flattening out. Sunlight entering the eyes is the strongest cue for your brain to know what time of day or night it is. And the clearer the message you give the circadian clock in your brain, the healthier and happier you'll be. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. So, so far we've talked about limiting your news consumption to one or two reliable sources instead of going down that news rabbit hole, and trying to stay physically and mentally active if you're homebound. And tip number three, also extremely important, is to stay socially active as well. We've been told that keeping our distance socially is the best way to slow the spread of COVID-19. And yes, we should definitely all do our part to make that happen. But that doesn't mean we need to live in total isolation like prisoners. Now is a good time to find creative ways to connect with family, friends, coworkers, Get those virtual group chats going. Get on FaceTime, Google Hangouts, or your favorite video chat platform. Suggest casual video gatherings with your coworkers while you're teleworking to make sure you're not only able to collaborate on projects, but to stay connected as a team. Social interaction is so important for good mental health. Isolation, on the other hand, can increase your anxiety and risk of depression, even if you don't have a history of mental illness. So everyone should take this tip seriously. And last but not least, tip number four, seek help from a mental health provider if you need it. If you struggle with OCD or other forms of cleanliness compulsions, this is a particularly challenging time for you. Are you following good coronavirus sanitation practices or are you experiencing increased OCD symptoms? It can be really tricky to find the line. So follow official guidelines about social distancing, hand washing, and sanitation. But also make sure you have a predetermined plan based on your doctor's recommendations for how often and in what situations you'll wash your hands. Then stick to that plan. Don't decide on the fly whether it's time to wash your hands again. You'll be mentally struggling with temptation all day long. That struggle is really stressful, and it makes you more vulnerable to giving into intrusive thoughts and compulsive behaviors. 
Not to mention that'll make you more anxious, it'll decrease your immune system, and we don't want to struggle with that. Here's a sub-tip for those of you who struggle with OCD or hand-washing too much, compulsions like that. Give urge surfing a try. When you feel a strong urge to stray from your predetermined plan, try this thing called urge surfing. Let's say you're having an intrusive thought that tells you to wash your hands even though you just did so and you haven't been in contact with any risk since then. Mindfully allow that urge to swell inside you. Then, without giving in to the compulsion, allow it to take its own time and allow it to fade away on its own. Do not fight the discomfort. Do not deny it or try to talk yourself out of it. That's the key. Instead, let yourself feel all of the discomfort and then ride that wave. And it's really difficult, but if you stick with this practice, it will get easier and easier to cope with the compulsive urges. With practice, you may even be surprised at how quickly urges subside if you just allow them to follow their own course. Struggling with an overabundance of sometimes conflicting information, cabin fever, social isolation, and mental health challenges can feel incredibly overwhelming. Whatever you're feeling, remember that you're not alone in your anxiety. A conversation, virtual or otherwise, among friends, family, or colleagues will quickly reveal that we're all worried and we're in this together. So stay strong. How have you been coping with coronavirus crisis? Let me know by tweet or on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on at QDTSavvyPsych or at JadeWooPhD on Twitter. And if you'd like psychology tips delivered straight to your inbox, subscribe to the Savvy Psychologist newsletter. And you can also subscribe to this podcast to get more weekly tips. I wish you all the best of health and the best of times coping with this crisis with your families, or if you're alone at home, hang in there. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you again for joining me. We'll come back next week with part two of the attachment series. I'll see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches Podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs.
Listen in and start your path to healing today. The anxietycoachespodcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.